0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word podcast. We're continuing through Mark, and we're at the second chapter, at the end of the second chapter, I believe. We'll see if we get to it today. And, uh, you know, just continue to pay attention to how Jesus uh, reacts, how he acts, uh, the, the constant confrontation with the religionists, the Pharisees and the scribes, the religious rulers, and how they were at this point in time uh, – questioning him, sort of picking at him. Eventually, they're going to get to the point where they're trying to set him up to kill him because they so disagreed with him and so uh, despised him. So here in Mark chapter 2, 23, we have an account, and it says this, And it happened that he was passing through the grain fields on the Sabbath, and his disciples began to make their way along while picking the heads of grain. So Jesus and his disciples are moving from one place to another. We don't know where they're going or anything like that. We just have an account here, and it just happens. And it's on the Sabbath, and they're passing through the grain fields. So there's grain fields all around the the cities, the towns, and things like that. And the disciples were plucking and eating the grain, which they had the right to do. According to the law, the uh, uh, farmers were told, hey, When you harvest a land, don't harvest the corners of it. In other words, leave the corners for people to glean, to come along and take a portion of it as they're traveling, if they need something like that. So here they are, they're going through, and they're just picking heads of grain. And you can just pick that head of grain, whatever grain it is, wheat or whatever, and you can eat it. And that's what they were doing. Well, watch what happens. Verse 24. The Pharisees were saying to him, look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? Hmm. So, what do we learn here? Well, we learned that Jesus is here. We learned that Jesus is traveling along. We learned that his disciples were with him. And disciples are just those that are learners. It may be what we call the 12. Uh, likely it's them plus others. Okay, so they're picking heads. But we also see that the Pharisees are there. They always seem to be on the periphery, don't they? Sort of staring, sort of watching. That's what religionists do. <clears throat> they will just stare and they'll just watch and they will judge and then they will bring up something. Okay, We've seen them doing it with Jesus' disciples. The last couple of things we've seen here, we've seen it where they're coming to Jesus himself like they did here. And he's <clears throat> they're saying to him, hey, why are you disciples doing this? which is not lawful on the Sabbath. Well, it wasn't lawful on the Sabbath according to their interpretation of the law. Yes, the Lord had told them some things about the uh, Sabbath, to honor it, to keep it holy. He told them that they weren't to do certain kinds of work and certain types of activities. All this was in the law. It was in Moses. But then how do you interpret that? And so they interpreted it in all sorts of ways. And it comes down to today. Today. If you go to uh, Jerusalem today on the Sabbath and you get on an elevator, the elevator is going to stop at every floor automatically. On the way up, on the way down. Why is that? Well, because they consider pressing an elevator button to be work. And so you see that, that type of mindset was already there. And so they had said, you can't harvest grain. You can't do this. You can only walk a certain distance on the Sabbath. You can only do certain things. Well, verse 25, Jesus deals with this. And Jesus said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need, and he and his companions became hungry? How he entered the house of God in the time of Abiathar, the high priest, and ate the consecrated bread, which is not lawful for anyone to eat except the priest. And he also gave it to those who were with him." Now, you see this whole account over in First uh, Samuel 21, and uh, maybe First Chronicles 24, too. You see what happened. Boy, it's an intense thing. It's well worth your time to go check it out. Jesus uses the Scripture to explain why it's okay for his disciples to be harvesting this grain just to eat. They're meeting their immediate physical needs. And David and his men were hungry. When they came before Abiathar, Abiathar was scared. He thought, "What in the world's going on? Because here is, uh, you know, David. And he he was actually fleeing from King Saul, and Abiathar knew something was up, but he didn't know what it was. So again, it's a really interesting account. But the, he had no bread. It actually shows you the status of the priest. Okay, of uh, that they were so poor they didn't have any extra bread. And He said, "The only bread we have is the bread that's been consecrated." And David said, well, that'll be okay. <laughs> and then Abiathar uh, gave another little uh, statement about that I'm going to get into right now. And uh just interesting. And uh, David said, no, my men are clean. So they took the bread and they ate it. And Jesus said, hey, didn't you, don't you know about that? Father David, King David did that. So why is it wrong for my men to get this grain? But just in case they don't understand. Jesus then says this, the 27th verse, Jesus said to them, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath. What in the world? Well, you see the things about the Sabbath over in um, um, Exodus 23, I think maybe even Exodus 12, Deuteronomy, it's in the law. And it says that the Sabbath literally came into being. It was made for man or for the sake of man. The Sabbath was made for the sake of man. In other words, God gave us a Sabbath to be a day of rest. And he did that for man. He did it for the sake of man. He did not do what they had turned the Sabbath into. He said, and not man for the sake of the Sabbath. In other words, the Sabbath wasn't created to where man had to arise to a certain level of performance to attain to righteousness by keeping a Sabbath. No, 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 not at all. The Sabbath was made for man. Then the last verse, I think it's the last verse of the chapter it is, Mark 2, 28. So, Jesus speaking still, so the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Well, boy, Jesus took this from just being a complaining question, you know, well, look, your disciples are doing something that's unlawful on the Sabbath. He took it to explain to them out of the scripture how it was fine for them to be a harvest in this way. They're just doing the same thing that David did. Okay? They're just doing the same thing. But then he goes the next step and explains what the Sabbath is that the Sabbath was made for man and that man was not made for the Sabbath. So God created this Sabbath rest for a particular purpose. And then he tripled down on it. He says, the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. By then they knew that, that Son of Man phrase, he was using it of himself. And again, that echoes well, their understanding of what Daniel says. Okay? It's very, very important. That Jesus was declaring to be this Son of Man, the Son of God. So the Son of Man, and he's saying that he is Lord even of the Sabbath. You know, there's still struggles with this today. People will sit there and say, We're supposed to honor the Sabbath day. We're supposed to keep Sunday. Well, to start with, Sunday's not the Sabbath. The Sabbath's from sundown Friday night to sundown Saturday. And we do keep the Sabbath, but not in the way of the old covenant. In the new covenant, in the New Testament, you see mention of all the Ten Commandments except for one. You don't see it said that we as Christians, as believers, as the church, are to keep the Sabbath, the day. As a matter of fact, what you do see is that some people think that one day is more important than the other, and other people think that all day is the same. But what you do see is this. You see that the Lord is described as our Sabbath rest. So how do we keep the Sabbath? We keep the Sabbath by abiding in the Lord. We keep the Sabbath by walking in obedience with the Lord. We keep the Sabbath in our relationship with the Lord, not one day a week, but with every breath. He is our Sabbath rest, and that is how we keep the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even over the Sabbath. Well, again, I'm Dale. Thank you so much for your time. I'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye.